0: from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George
3: Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: What do you mean you open it? Like, open the, to get the CD. Open, open the case. How? What do you mean, open it? How? Now grab it. I don't want to
2: break it. It's not coming out. It's so you guys oh, are making me laugh Please Because laugh. this is how we listen to music Wait, no, it's my Wait how do you get
3: it? Oh! oh! oh. I knew that wasn't working Those are youngsters trying to open a Taylor Swift CD
4: Stupid kids who don't know how to open a CD Because they weren't born when that was a technology And they're so they're stupid Idiots, open it! Lazy! Oy. I guess that's to demonstrate the passage of time?
3: Or something? Yeah
4: Like, I don't know how to start a car with the crank on the front either. Does that make me stupid, or it just, I didn't live when that was a thing?
3: Well, in the CD generation mocking children who couldn't figure out which end of an album to open or something... Who in turn mocked the cassette people who liked the Victrola stupid people wax cylinders, Thomas Edison. Okay. Hey, look at this guy. He doesn't even know how to castrate a goat. <laughs> Moron. He can't make that wax cylinder make any noise. On this wax cylinder player. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I did hear this the
4: other day about CDs. Some guy who was talking about his giant CD collection. how y- You don't realize how they degrade over time. He said, I've taken out a few. And they just crumbled.
3: Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. You know, I have half a memory of hearing that years and years and years ago. I got a lot thinking, of them. Oh I, no!
4: But I got a bunch of them. But what am I ever? I don't think I own a CD player, and I don't know if you can buy one anymore. I don't have a car that has one in it. Damn! But uh, they just they 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 fall apart. Unlike vinyl, like records, they hold as long as they don't get too hot. They hold up, but mm-hmm. um, your CDs apparently just crumble in your hands after a while. I'll be damned. So what are you gonna do? Um... I wanted this. And it's going to take a serious turn, but these are serious times. Um, this is a little from uh, Mark Strassman of, uh, on Face the Nation yesterday. Clip 32, Michael.
5: As its forces encircle Gaza City, the IDF released new videos showing troops pushing through the ruins of densely packed urban neighborhoods from gun battles on the streets of Gaza. To IDF units firing from beaches on the western strip of the territory this said to show forces blowing up tunnels while bulldozers clear routes for more incoming soldiers with Hamas militants releasing their own footage said to show street to street fighting Israel's defense minister has already warned this phase of the ground operation could take months.
4: I don't know if you've seen any of the videos where uh, people pop up out of the ground. I mean, because they got the tunnels all over the place, hundreds and hundreds of miles of tunnels. And so you're not safe anywhere. You don't know where, you know, Hamas is hiding and they pop up and start firing.
3: Well, it's interesting how both sides are releasing footage. Yeah. The PR war. Israel, by the way, I just read in the New York Post, is releasing footage of what it said were Hamas terrorists operating out of two hospitals around Gaza City. Showing them popping in and out of t- tunnels and firing on the IDF from the hospital.
4: Here's a little more of the what's going to cause the political turmoil.
5: Hamas accused the Israel Defense Forces of killing more than 40 people in an airstrike at the al magazi refugee camp. The IDF says it's investigating, but it appears to be the latest in a series of attacks on targets with a heavy civilian presence. From the multiple explosions at the Jabalia and Barrage refugee camps. To more recent strikes on a convoy of ambulances outside the Al-Shifa hospital, which Israel says targeted a Hamas terror cell, <laughs> and schools turned UN shelters that ultimately provided no safety at all. The dead placed together in delivery trucks, acting as makeshift wards, families unable to let go of loved ones. Their lives and homes torn apart day after day in four weeks of heavy bombardment.
4: So mainstream media continues to really lean on the tragedy that this is for the people of Gaza, which it definitely is, obviously, but uh, never really getting to the, so what are you supposed to do? If if Hamas is going to be, as he put there, um, uh, targets that are surrounded by civilians... If Hamas is going to be a target and they're going to surround themselves with civilians, what are you supposed to do?
3: What they're doing. The calculation being that will turn world opinion against the dirty Jew and they can wipe them out finally.
4: Well, okay. That's in quotes, obviously. If it does turn the next generation of young people against the dirty Jew all around the world, um, uh, is it an ultimate win? For Hamas? For Israel. And I'm making the argument that Tom Friedman and some other are making it, Ian Bremmer, your long-term damage to Israel might be greater.
3: Oh, uh, by Israel fighting the war in this way. Right. I just, I guess the option is go even more armed camp than Israel's always been. Concede, all right. Hamas, who who confessed on that talk show, confessed, hell, they were bragging, yeah, we fooled Israel into thinking we were just going to govern, but all the while, we were plotting this attack to kill and rape and abduct as many as we could. So yeah, no, we don't have any, any plan on governing whatsoever, no, we're just here to wipe Israel off the map. So Israel's supposed to just internalize that and build themselves an even bigger armed camp bristling with weaponry. As opposed to wiping out Hamas no matter what it takes. It's a it's a bitter calculation they have to make, no doubt. Yeah, and you've got
4: that um, Hamas leader who's been doing the interviews last week saying, oh yeah, we're going to do it again. We want to pull off as many October 7ths as we can until all the Jews are gone.
3: Yeah, quote unquote, over and over again.
4: So uh, that's not complicated. Um, I like this quote. Uh, Brit Hume tweeted this out of Fox, but I think he's quoting an article in the Free Beacon. Hamas could end all this tomorrow if it released the hostages, put down its arms, and surrendered. Surrendered. Hamas, not Israel, is the aggressor. Hamas, not Israel, is the occupier of the Gaza Strip. Hamas, not Israel, steals food, fuel, and water from civilians. Mm-hmm. Hamas occupies the Gaza Strip. Kick them out. Give the Palestinians a chance to run their lives. How is that not part of the question on any of these talk shows more often? Why doesn't Israel show more restraint? Why doesn't Hamas show more restraint? Why don't they let the
3: hostages go? Right. Just commit to govern as a a standard government. But that's that's never been the goal. Going back to Yasser Arafat and all the leadership since, they've never wanted the two-state solution. They want a one-state solution.
4: I'm going through just a lot of the uh, notes and screen captures I've got from the weekend. This is from the New York Times. Hamas has repeatedly provided to Israel, the United States, and Egypt lists of Palestinians who were wounded and should be allowed to depart. So this is the, you've killed innocents, you got to let them out so they can get care. They provide a list, but vetting showed that many of them were Hamas fighters. Right. This is in the New York Times. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the Palestinians on the list, you got to let this person into Egypt or, you know, fly him to Israel to a good hospital. They're Hamas fighters.
3: it's absolutely amazing. Oh, that's right. You know, I'd meant to get to this earlier. I'd forgotten about it. I, I had a note and I lost it. Idiot. Um, why all of the countries around that region are so dead set against allowing any Palestinians in. I was reminded Of the history of the PLO and the PLA and the rest of it, how they flooded into uh, 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 Jordan and destabilized Jordan so badly, Jordan had to go to war against the armed militias of the Palestinians. They would rob, they they would flood into the city, armed to the teeth, and rob and steal and say, this is taxes and then go back out to their quote-unquote refugee camps, which are just cities. And then when Jordan had a war against the Palestinians in their own country, they went to Lebanon, home of anybody. They called it the Paris Paris of the Middle East, one of the most wonderful cities on Earth, Beirut. Do you remember the horrifyingly violent, miserable civil war that has still afflicted Beirut, Lebanon, that's because the Palestinians went in there and overthrew the uh, the moderate Marianite, is that the term, uh, Christian government of Lebanon? Because they couldn't have Christians in charge, they turned Lebanon into a hellhole. And there was one more example, I can't remember, where masses of Palestinians, armed to the teeth, went into another, Syria? Was it Syria? I can't remember. Um there's a history of the militant, armed Palestinians bringing ruin to, this, to the countries of the Middle East. So they don't want them. It's too dangerous. 39%
4: of the 2 million people in Gaza have no jobs. It is a very poor area of the world. Meanwhile, the Hamas leaders, many of them are several hundred millionaires. Not like you're a millionaire or a tens of millions of years, but hundreds of millionaires. These are Hamas leaders who live in luxury villas, brag on social media about their homes, planes, cars, etc. And I'm looking at the pictures of some of these Hamas leaders in their uh, suit and tie in a private plane or uh, sprawled out on a bed in a 5,000 square foot hotel room and all that sort of stuff. It's funny. And they do it from afar while uh, telling about how the people of Hamas are starving and don't have fuel for the generator for the hospital and babies are going to die. Well, you got plenty of money, but you're not
3: interested in helping. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: How do not? How are not more people aware of this?
3: I think at the root of a lot of it is there are a few hundred million people on Earth who want to, as the saying goes, wipe out the Saturday people than the Sunday people. They want to conquer the world in the name of Islam.
4: There are a hundred thousand people they estimate marching outside the White House on Saturday night. Now it's it would ran the gamut of political beliefs from. Obviously, absolutely pro-Hamas, violent people, too. Just kind of dopes who go with the whole oppressor versus oppressed thing. But a lot of chanting of Allah Akbar, a lot of chanting of F. Joe Biden. The weird chant that has confused a lot of people where you have side-by-side um, intifada, intifada with, you know, end the violence. Well, intifada
3: is violence. God, it's incoherent. Especially the earnest little college kids who really need to be spanked and sent home. Trans rights are Palestinian rights. Trans rights are Palestinian rights. Holy crap. It's hard to conceive of anything more idiotic than that.
4: Here's one example with a picture from the protest. Now, these two people probably didn't know each other. They just happened to be close by. But you had a sign that said cease fire uh, next to a sign that said long live the Intifada. Well... That doesn't work. Intifada is not a ceasefire. It's the opposite of ceasefire. Wow,
3: wow. I don't know how this is all going to shake out politically. How bad's the infection in the United States? Pretty bad. Is it in our bloodstream now, or can we take the antibiotic of common sense and defending Western civilization and cure our young people?
4: Surround most of the major universities with the National Guard and shut them down. Yeah, I'm in favor of that myself.
3: Mass jailings, the education camps. <laughs> it's worth considering. We should hit again the earthquake of
4: polling that came out yesterday in which it shows that it's clearly, It's just true. Trump is the favorite to win the 2024 presidential election at this point. And the election is a year from
3: yesterday. And on the other side of the, uh, the uh, question, Biden's electoral suicide.
4: Well, Trump is the favorite to win against Joe Biden. You should probably qualify that statement. And uh, you don't think Joe Biden will be the nominee.
3: Yeah, it's a a bit like saying, I think the 49ers could beat the Philadelphia Phillies. It's not a thing. It's not going to happen. (laughs) All right, all that on the way.
5: Armstrong and Getty.
6: 2025 qx80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty show.
0: For years, Muslims in America and those perceived to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate number of hate fueled attacks. As a result of the Hamas terrorist attack in Israel and the humanitarian crisis in Gaza, we have seen an uptick in anti-Palestinian, anti-Arab, anti-Semitic, and Islamophobic incidents across America. This strategy will be a comprehensive and detailed plan.
3: That's enough of that. Ah, what a stretch. Desperate ploy to hang on to the uh, Muslim vote in Michigan and other places. Um, but I was reminded of that looking at this uh, article on CNN. They're talking about the alleged hit and run. Stanford University, some uh, pro-Palestinian activist young man is claiming that some white guy who mean-mugged him at a rally several days ago saw him and decided to hit him with his car. We'll see. Yeah, it- Mm Hmm. Interesting. Sure, seems like one of those activist-y things. Uh, We will find out, but this article uh, surprised me because the title is Arab Muslim Students Stuck in Hit and Run as Stanford University Investigates Spate of Hate Crimes Incidents. And they list a handful of, like, barely even there people saying mean things to... Palestinian people or Muslim people? And then they quote CARE, the Council on American-Islamic Relations, and then they, like, toward the end, say, oh, and some people did some stuff to Jews, too. And, in fact, they phrase it, one of the conflicts... Where is that? I want to get this exactly right. One of the conflicts started over people posting or removing posters uh, on the university campus. They don't say... People were tearing down the posters of the Jewish abductees, and so Jewish students got pissed off. No, CNN, for whatever reason, probably some woke staffer had to couch it in the terms of the politically correct.
4: Man, that's an aggressive move to tear down those posters. That is a that is a uh, heck of a message you're sending. I would say. Um. Hey, we got some responses about those weight loss drugs we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Ozempic, Monjaro...
3: Monjaro, that's the one I was trying to remember.
4: Here's somebody who obviously knows about these. Weight loss prescriptions are for diabetes patients only so far, but many non-diabetes people are trying to get the drugs and prescriptions, making them hard to get at times. They typically cost about $800 to $1,000 a month with insurance. I pay 50 bucks currently $25 with a discount. There are companies working on a non-diabetes version for weight loss, using the weight loss portion of the drug only, not the actual weight loss, but reduces your appetite, which... Is all I'd be fine with that if that's all it does. It doesn't need to burn fat or lower cholesterol or anything else. If it just is an appetite suppressor and works,
3: I think that'd be fantastic. As long as you avoid that one side effect that some of those similar drugs had back in the day.
4: Uncontrollable and un- unpredictable? Spontaneous and
3: uncontrollable bowel movements. I do not want that. I want to see it coming from a mile away. I'm in favor of spontaneity, just not that kind of spontaneity. <laughs>
0: Tyson Foods is recalling nearly 30,000 pounds of chicken patties after consumers reported small metal pieces being found in the patties. One minor injury was reported. The product being recalled is Tyson fully cooked Fun Nuggets breaded shaped chicken patties with a best if used by date of September of 2024.
4: Really only played that clip so we could say Fun Nuggets. That's a, that's a great term. <laughs> wow. Wow.
3: Wow i tell you what, you take the metal out, you're taking the fun out, in my opinion. <laughs> oh man, there's metal in my fun nuggets. Took one right in the fun nuggets. That's not fun? Wow. Wow.
4: So won't we'll get into all the details that we did earlier in the show about the polling that was really quite the political earthquake yesterday, if you're into this sort of thing. Trump so so the presidential election last several times has come down to a couple of states and a few tens of thousands of votes. It was true with uh, Trump and Biden. I think it was 40,000 total. Um, it was like 80,000 total between Trump and Hillary in a few states. And it'll be the same this time around. So they've got it down to six swing states. All the rest of the states, we know how they're going to turn out. Um, in five of the six swing states, Trump is leading, and by quite a lot in some of them. Wow. So... There's just no way to get around it. Trump is the current front-runner for the 2024 election, which is now, by one day, less than a year away. Some of the other polling inside of that polling, though, is astounding. If you can remember where Trump was, you know, shortly after January 6th, obviously, but even during that weird period of time where... You know, the, uh, the the Republicans did not have a giant red wave, which is almost guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, the disastrous 22 midterms. Yeah, and all that different sort of stuff. And yeah. Trump hadn't decided at that point whether he's running or not right before that. And So this is where we are now. A couple of polling questions. For instance, your personal finances, whether it's Joe Biden or Trump being president, would you be financially better off? If Biden wins, 18% of people say they'd be better off. Trump, 45%. Wow. Trump wins that 45-18. Would you be better off (laughs) with this person as president? Wow. I mean, that's
3: a serious spanking. If you really believe that, how much would you have to hate Trump to vote against him? If you believe it's going to personally benefit my family financially.
4: You either got to be really rich or, or something. Right. Um, likelihood will end up in a war, a U.S. in a war. This president increases the chance of the U.S. being in a war. Biden, 49, Trump, 39. Wow. So, 10-point spread for Biden's more likely to get us into a war than Trump. Crazy Trump gonna nuke France, you know, that right. whole thing. Yeah. All right, well, that's not what people think. Nice narrative while it lasted. Yeah, that is not what people think. Uh, by the way, the uh, uh, state of things in America, things are going badly in America is it now at almost three quarters seventy five percent. It's gone up ten points since January. That's that's a lot of people feeling like the country's going the wrong way. And usually you don't get reelected if that many people feel like the country's going the wrong way. to uh, inside the poll with Trump, Not only leading nationally, but in those swing states, which is what really matters. Voters under 30 favor Biden, but only by a single point. So that's obviously a tie. Mm -hmm. Voters under 30, it's a tie between Trump and Biden. Wow. I mean, Democrats dominate the younger vote, usually. His lead among Hispanic voters, Biden's lead among Hispanic voters is down to single digits. His advantage in urban areas is half of Trump's edge in rural areas. Women still favor Biden, but men preferred Trump by twice as large a margin as the women over Biden, reversing the gender advantage that had fueled many Democratic gains in recent years. For Black votes, voters which Democrats have been able to count on forever, Biden is now. um, Black vote is now twenty-two percent for Trump, a level unseen in presidential politics for a Republican modern times.
3: Wow. That is striking.
4: 22% of the black vote goes for Trump, and we ain't never had anything like this before. How much of it
3: is Trump appeal, and how much is it that Biden is just a piece of garbage as a candidate? He's ineffective, senile, creepy... And unethical, because remember, large majorities of Americans think even if he and Hunter and James Biden weren't breaking laws, they're incredibly unethical.
4: Boy, think about that, though. Biden, who went with Jim Crow on steroids and white supremacy is the number one threat in America and all these different, like really over the top things
3: and illegitimate tr- Supreme Court
4: right and Trump has got the biggest chunk of the black vote of any Republican oh right yeah in modern times yeahn't is that amazing
3: yeah Wow again I, I, I need to have it broken down what's pluses and what's what's positives and what's negatives um but how do you support Biden at this point? who wants him Biden's
4: age obviously a problem and it's not his age it's his current condition. Is decrepitude. Because Trump and Biden are close in the same age. They're only four years apart. 71% of people said Biden's too old to be an effective president. Over half of his own party says he's too old. For Trump, only 19% of Trump's party think he's too old to be president. So over half of Joe Biden's party think he's too old. Only 19% of Republicans think Trump's
3: too old. Man, I should have made big, giant bets on my idea that he wasn't running. Back in the day.
4: And I've got the most astounding number to me coming up. Ooh. Um, <laughs> um, who, who do you trust on the economy? It's fifty-nine thirty-seven. Trump. Not even close. 22-point gap. Um, that's the largest gap of any issue. And like you were saying earlier, who votes against their own personal economy? The preference for Trump on economic matters spanned the electric electorate among both men and women college degrees those without them every age range every income level everybody agrees trump is better for the economy than biden even after all the money he spent in the trust me it's working hey here's the secret it's working Ooh, so well, crazy it's clearly not working <laughs> guess Whereas people what? don't feel like it's working it's working
3: oh <laughs> uh, so you combine those economic numbers with the right track wrong track numbers you can't run the guy, I, you just can't. Yeah, I mean it's it's beyond electoral uh, malpractice. It's like walking in and shooting the patient. It's just you can't, <laughs> doctor. You just shot the patient. This is malpractice. I'm not supposed to do that.
4: <laughs> um, what was I going to say about the uh, the economy? Or was that where we were talking about the economy? Can't Every imagine. age group that runs. Yeah. Oh, it's working. That that whole thing with Joe Biden going around saying it's working. I, I I heard some breakdown of this yesterday, and they get into the complexities of messaging and the stock market and all the creating jobs None of that matters with the economy. I know what it is. It's so obvious what it is. You go to McDonald's and it's fifty bucks for you and your two kids. You fill up your gas ticket. it's three hundred dollars
3: right. That's all you need to know. Nobody can message you out of that panic. No, that feeling of, it's $300 to fill up my truck with diesel? Holy crap! Sorry, kids, no medicine or food this month. Luckily, the economy's working. That's what it is. Yeah. You can talk about the various
4: economic numbers all you want. People ain't paying attention to that like they are what they just spent at the
3: diner for a muffin and a cup of coffee. Yeah, Inflation is the economic indicator that... Trump's all other, that wipes out all others. You can't talk people out of inflation fear. By the way, Mark
4: Halpern writes that this poll is roughly where legit private Democratic polling has the contest as well. He gets to see the private stuff that they have. So this is not an outlier. But here's the most amazing number to me. Given, like you always say, it's amazing Republicans win any elections, given the the mainstream media, Hollywood, everything like that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, uh, touting one message—the education, edu- all the yeah, education at practically every level. It is amazing that people still, I guess, just using their own eyeballs and earballs, um, <laughs> uh, living their lives, come to the conclusion that nah, I think this is right because nonstop all the time. Trump is unhinged. He's the most dangerous threat to America in the history of blah blah blah. He's a crazy person. He's a Nazi. He's the listen to this number. You think the this person has the proper temperament to be president. Biden, 46. Trump, 43. Tied within the margin of, of, of error. Wow. Temperament to be president. They're tied in the mid-40s.
3: That is, an, is amazing. They've got to take grandpa's keys.
4: That's why I think this is actually a bad news poll. Because I want i want trump to i mean i want biden to lose the democrat to lose yeah but um i think this drives biden out of the race and and whoever else is out there is going to be a lot harder to beat like some moderate not 90 year old left of center democrat is going to be hard for trump to beat i think
3: uh i would agree yeah yeah um um I need to learn more about Josh Shapiro of Pennsylvania, who's constantly name-checked. He's pretty good. I saw. I
4: finally saw him on some show. and He's pretty pretty good. Yeah,
3: it's funny though when it's not my
4: politics, but I mean, he his temperamentally and all that sort of stuff, and he's way younger.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. There's so many really promising governors that just can't make the leap. But anyway, having said that, um,
4: yeah, you never know. You never know about that.
3: Yeah, what's going to be really amusing is watching the charade over the next, um, I guess, eight, nine months until the Democratic Convention um, when they finally admit, no, it's not going to be the old man. Uh, But everybody will be swearing up and down that it is until then. I think they have to. They have to get past the the primary season because they want their cake and to eat it, too. They don't want to have a brutal primary fight. In which, you know, a Gavi Newsom is assassinating the character of a Josh Shapiro. And he, in turn, has to point out that your state's a crap hole. Progressive you, policies don't work at all.
4: You know, it would be the biggest conundrum for the Democrats is if Biden did keel over. Because then Kamala Harris is president. And he, he couldn't get her. He couldn't wedge her out of there.
3: <sighs> That's when the Clinton body count rises by <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. <laughs> um, you're
4: right, though. With this poll, it is beyond malpractice. It's the doctor shooting the patient for the Democrats to run Joe Biden. Right. I mean, you can't. I mean, what? what is your logic? He deserves it? He's already, he already got to be president. And what, he, since when does deserves mean anything in politics?
3: Well, yeah, incumbency is its own uh, power. And if there's no power to the incumbency, you don't reward it just because you're used to doing that. You you, you run the incumbent because he's probably going to win. And a some poll. Kamala Harris found unresponsive today in a mysterious poisoning <laughs> something. <I don't, laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Do <laughs> oh this with the Clintons. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> oh, geez. Come
0: on. We'll finish strong next See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/slash investing in America.
6: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Amazon is shutting down their only two physical clothing stores because of online shopping.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That story again. Amazon has shut down Amazon.
4: Yeah, there's a big Amazon store in, uh, in somewhere in L.A. I keep seeing, and uh, and I can't figure out what it is. It just looks like a department store.
3: It's a Walmart, right?
4: Right. I don't get it.
3: Huh? I can't imagine. I don't know.
4: No. What's the point? And that's right. Speaking of uh, buying stuff, New York Times, with the, I mentioned the fashion review earlier of the hottest shoe. This is uh, New York Times was reviewing the best robes. This is what I liked in the paragraph. The best robes? In the paragraph underneath the title. Yeah. A, a good robe keeps you warm and comfy. A great robe transports you. How,
3: how do you how do you make a living writing crap like that? That's what, kind of what I want. A great robe transports you.
4: Are there enough people that think, ooh, I need the robe that transports me and clicks on it and reads it and you make a living writing for the New York Times with
3: crap like that? Wow. I know. That's wow. Great. I'm almost curious. I mean, what transports me where? <laughs> I mean, in what way? I don't know. I wanted to
4: get into it myself. Um, Everybody, uh, weather the time change okay? <laughs> I was
3: grateful for it.
4: Uh, I don't like it getting dark so early.
3: Yeah, true that.
4: Uh, Came across this. This is a sports thing. It won't last long if you're not into sports. Imagine explaining college conferences to somebody with no context. This is the Big 12. It has 12 teams. No, it has like between 16 and 24. How many teams are in the Big 10? I've lost count. I want to say 37. (laughs) Wow, the Pac-12 must be crazy then. No, they have two. (laughs) That is the current state of college sports.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do about that. Uh, I don't either... uh... It can't continue like it is right now. I mean, We're I all the big programs with the big money form one super giant conference. And
4: yeah, I don't know, but it's kind of eating itself. I feel like it's doing what a lot of things do. It was really great, and in an effort to make it better, or take it to that next level, you kind of destroy
3: what was good about it in the first place. Yeah, our tradition just gave way, and, and people said, to hell with it. We're cashing in. Maybe. Mm. Um, My favorite example of that, and it's another sports thing, but is when uh, free agency came to baseball. It, it To me, well, I suppose by the numbers it didn't really hurt it, but you got players coming and going constantly. You're rooting for laundry, as mm-hmm. opposed to the guy you saw come up as a rookie, blah, blah, blah. Um, Lives in your town for many, many years, becomes right. part of the community. And then he opens a Ford dealer, right. Um, not anymore, but I, I suppose the modern world has gotten used to that. Mm-hmm. But it had to happen. I mean, free agency had to happen. Sure.
4: Um a serious thing, I want to mention this article in the Wall Street Journal that I read. So we've been attacked a dozen times by Iran and their proxies since we sent that so-called message, better not mess with us. Well, 12 times since then they've bo- they've attempted to kill our troops. They just haven't been successful. They had a drone laden with explosives that got lodged in the upper floors of a U.S. barracks in Iraq. It's just luck that it didn't go off and kill a a whole bunch of Americans. Oh, my gosh. When one of those attacks is successful, and that's going to happen today, tomorrow, or this week, or sometime, there's going to be a heck of a reaction then. Politically, I don't know what that's going to do to things.
1: Check your clock, it's time
4: to
2: stop. Jack and Joe, they've got to go. And if they don't get can, they'll be back tomorrow.
3: Darn
4: right. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty.
3: Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There is our technical director in his cage, Michelangelo. What's your final thought? You know what? I never thought I'd be
6: this person, but I love my kittens. Toby and Lincoln, they bring me so much joy. They're bringing my wife and I so much joy. Every day after the shift, I go home, play with them.
3: I'm a happy man. There you go. That's beautiful.
4: Uh, 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 Toby and Lincoln? Yep. Does
3: Lincoln get a a burger?
4: Is Lincoln named after the president?
6: Uh, No. We just chose the name. They weren't named after anything special.
5: Really?
3: Yeah. Let's call him Lincoln. All right. (laughs) Katie Green, our esteemed newswoman, has a final thought. Katie? Well, I know, uh, m- like many of
6: you, wanting to know what the uh, s- s- the Pumpkin Spice Wendy's Frosty tasted like. Mm. Huge disappointment.
4: Really? Huge disappointment. They've got a Pumpkin Spice Frosty.
6: They do, and it went viral, and I've been waiting to try it for mm. weeks, and I finally did, and it sucked.
4: That's too bad. I generally like a Wendy's Frosty.
3: That's a good mm. little dessert. Not pumpkin-y enough, or what?
6: Too pumpkiny, and oh. I, I took a break in the middle of it, and it deflated, which I thought was strange.
3: <laughs> I don't know what that is. Wow.
4: Jack, final thought for us? And my son is super into, like, BMX dirt biking right now, and I went and watched him yesterday flying over these hills, super crazy fast, super high in the air, and all wow. this stuff. Then he texted me. He said, hey, Dad, an ambulance is here. A guy crashed and broke his nose. Maybe his jaw. There's blood everywhere. Oh! So I think that's going to be happening to my son one of these days.
3: My final thought, why don't you Google who has the worst artificial intelligence? ChatGPT makes things up 3% of the time. Google's 27% of the time. Wow. More on that tomorrow.
4: That's interesting. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday.
3: So many good things at armstrongandgetty.com.
4: Have a click, won't you? We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America.
3: Armstrong and Getty. I want to thank all of the people, all of you guys. All of (laughs) you.
4: Okay, um, you know, they took their shot, but...
6: Move on. It's Mm -hmm. unfortunate again.
4: Fair enough.
3: What do we want to be? Losers or winners? Baby, we'll win. We smell like winning around here. That's not what I smell like. Yeah, we keep the fan going high
4: in the studio to disperse the odor of, well... I smell like desperation and near failure.
6: (laughs) It's true. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.